The Matrodom of Grizzle Jaffrey, The Last of the Dundee Witches, written by A. H. Miller and read by Rebecca Brown. Regarding this event, the execution of Grizzle Jaffrey, much doubt has hitherto existed, which was apparently confirmed by the absence of the evidence from the presbytery records. It has been asserted that the burning of Grizzle Jaffrey was a myth, a popular delusion which had no foundation of fact. The following account of the history of Grizzle Jaffrey is based on authentic documents now preserved in the Charter Room of Dundee. There was a certain man called James Butcher, a maltman or brewer in Dundee, who was born in 1594 and could trace back his descent to Thomas Butcher, baker, who was made a burgess in 1526 and was probably about seven years old when Flodden Field was lost and won. The leading members of the family were bakers and James Butcher was the first to take up the trade of a brewer. He was made a Burgess of Dundee in 1615 and carried on his business with some success. He married Grizzle Jaffrey, who most likely was an Aberdonian, and they had one son who was a mariner and ultimately became a skipper. Little is known regarding the life of James Butcher and Grizzle Jaffrey, save that they lived in Calendar Close, a little to the west of Ceres Wind, now Long Wind, the house being at the corner of the Overgate. Nothing has been discovered as to the origin of Grizzle Jaffrey's reputation as a witch. Probably she was more acute than her neighbours in discerning the signs of the times and could foretell disaster or good luck by the exercise of her judgement. In any case, Butcher and his wife survived the horrors of the Siege of Dundee in 1651 and might have expected to spend their declining years in peace. But the rage for witch-finding which infected the whole country took possession of the three ministers of Dundee. These were the leading ministers in the presbytery of Dundee and the reputation of Grizzle Jaffrey as a wise woman came before them at an unfortunate time. The destruction of the presbytery records, or at least their silence, prevents us from knowing what accusations were brought against this grey-haired old woman. We can't tell what protracted examinations were made, what means were adopted to extort confessions of witchcraft from her, or what mental and physical torture she had to undergo to force her to accuse her comrades and neighbours. One thing is certain beyond dispute. The ministers declared her to be guilty of witchcraft. A consistent tradition exists that this witch was burned in the Seagate near the spot where the first cross of Dundee stood, almost opposite Horsewater Wind. But there has long been a current tradition that the sailor son of the aged couple brought his ship into Dundee on the very day of his mother's execution. And when he learned that the smoke rising above the sea gate was from the funeral pyre of his mother, he sailed hastily away and never more returned to his native town. Thank you for listening to the Folklore Scotland podcast. We'll be back every week with more folkloric content from stories to analysis. The podcast is brought to you by Folklore Scotland, the charity that aims to make Scottish folklore accessible using digital platforms, telling the tales of the past with the technology of today. If you'd like to become a voluntary contributor or would like to get in touch, pop us an email at info at folklorescotland.com and you can find all of our social media as well as a list of sources in the show notes below. The charity also now has a Ko-fi page which you can find in the show notes if you'd like to help us continue the work that we do. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.